We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Yeah, I've watched, watched the new Barry. Okay, I there's one scene in particular that I'm curious. It gives this gives nothing away about the show, but ah. there's but there's someone who plays themselves in this newest episode, and it. Oh wait, t it came out today. N n no. Last Sunday. Maybe you're not caught up. Maybe I'm not I caught up. I think you're caught up. It's a Why director. Am I remembering? Oh. <laughs> okay, I got you. Because this is... She's a part of this show as this director who's made this great movie. Yeah. That, like, you are inspired by. And, and part of it is her real her thinking about how do, I, how do I come back from that and make something great. And what movie did she direct, Matt? Do you remember? She she directed. Oh, it no. won Best Picture. Let's just say that. Coda. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, the director for Coda. She actually Barry. she actually has like a little cameo part. It's she plays. Little, it's like a total it's offshoot that gives nothing away with yeah. the show whatsoever. It's actually kind of like a joke. It's yeah. it's more of. A, but but she's not, but she like the not, joke. Not a joke on the director. It's just a joke on what what they hired her to do is more. Like it just that. tells me that Bill Hader might. Um, <laughs> like Coda, the guy who also recommended Sallow to anyone that watches the Criterion he Channel loves Coda. is someone who also it's likes Coda. He won Best Picture. I know. I'm. I. But you movie. are the notorious Coda hater. So it's not that's a bad where movie, though I, it's Coda's not a bad, not a bad movie. It just doesn't deserve a inkling of the hype it's got. That's I, all. Yeah. I mean, like, that is the nicest movie. thing you've said about it. So I'm glad we're there. <laughs> to be fair, that is true. I've got, cause I listen to our podcast like repeatedly. Yeah. The amount of times Coda just randomly comes up and you're like, fucking stupid movie. Yeah. Man. Stupid movie. <laughs> Don't know why it, it still comes across as very hallmarky, but you know, get out. Okay. Anyways, I shouldn't have brought it it's up. It's groundbreaking to have a death, uh, you know, hallmark movie. It's groundbreaking. <laughs> I knew it would make her around. It's actually, it actually wins best. I laughed so, hard when i saw that it was the director of coda i don't first of all i don't know i didn't know what the director of coda looked like yeah so they literally had to explain it to me yeah it's like and i am this person i directed this and you're, oh well i haven't seen it yet yeah so no more we're done but yes but you've seen coda oh uh, yeah yes unfortunately <laughs> i did see coda the, the the like most okay movie ever made bro that was I mean, forever it's going to be remembered as the year Coda won. I mean, but it's also going to be remembered as the first time that we did the Oscar party at my place. I also That's think true. we'll remember it as probably the worst Oscars ever. That's honestly true. That like, was like one of the worst sucked. Oscar it just, experiences. It just and, had a and, lot of good things. And that Oscars will be remembered as the time Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. And uh, the time I had to look at Amy Schumer's that. feet. Yeah. The whole time. All fucking bad. Like, it was just a bad Oscars. I mean, it... When Coda wins Best Picture, you know something's off. When that one person groped Timothy Chalamet on stage. <laughs> yes, oh. dude, I forgot about yeah. that. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. When one of the hosts fucking groped Timothy Chalamet on stage. I mean, I get it, but like, still, that's not okay. It yeah, was like, weird. I know it was like a, like a rehearsed thing, but it was still just like, oh, ah, yeah. man, come on. This it's, is weird. Yeah, if it was rehearsed, weird. But I don't know. You got to put yourself in their shoes yeah. seeing this as like a corporate get-together in a way. It, it's kind of like a big company's throwing a get-together for oh, all the other no. company employees, and they all just kind of come together. And like together. millions of people are watching you. Yeah, but say... Well, the, yes, but it's like... <laughs> I'm just surprised that people still try to do stupid shit like that. Yeah. Like with how it, it, it just feels very regulated. There's like a lot yeah. of people watching yeah. a lot of eyes on so, it. Yeah. I guess that makes you want to do stupid shit like grope Timmy. So yeah. we all would be so lucky, but <laughs> it was, that was, that was a rough year. This year was much better. Yeah. I got to admit though, we're, we're in May now. And I haven't seen a movie yet this year that I've been like, oh, here we go. We're this like, is Oscar everything, material. everywhere, all at once, like, blew all of our minds. Yeah. That's instantly. what I firmly believe. Like, that movie was just so special. It almost, like, reunited movie lovers. Yeah. It's My like, dad liked that movie. And he's been exactly. like, I haven't made a good movie since 1998. <laughs> I, I've never recommended it to someone and they watched movie. it and, like, their life wasn't changed. Yeah. It's so good. It's a spectacular We're, movie. Like it's a good movie, put it, though. There, there's a good chance we don't get a movie like that this year. You know, yeah. like, it's few and far between, um, you know, when it, like when a movie like that can, like, change yeah. movies almost. Like, when it's just oh, yeah, that good. Dude. Like, that movie will be dude. remembered for you know, years to come. What's crazy, even though I'm ragging on the, the Super Mario Brothers, it's kind of a good thing that it's making the amount of money that it is because there's been so much talk of people being like, the movies are dead. Like, yeah. It's not worth putting a movie out in the theaters anymore. And obviously, we have little things like Terrifier 2 making like a good shake because it was so low budget and its yeah. return is so high. So yeah. people are like, oh my god, holy god. But Mario's like an even bigger return, it's a huge obviously. IP, yeah. Yeah, and it's a huge IP. Like, it's going to cost um, a lot to make, but it's also going to make a lot of money, which is hard to do right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A lot but the of problem people is that now, really like struggling. This, but the problem is that now this movie is eligible for, like, every single category at the Oscars. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Which is going to be nominated for a shit ton of movies. I, w- I would argue song. For song sure. for sure. Effects. It's yeah. going to be up for Best Animated. Yeah. It'll probably... Probably win Best Animated. I guarantee it's going to lock in Best Animated, but I, I haven't I can't seen... even think of another animated movie that's coming out this year. It's going to be something... It's going to be like last year where they were like, the Sea Beast is up there, and yeah. everybody all together went, what the fuck is the yeah, Sea Beast? Yeah, and then watched it all collectively, so it like blew up on Netflix. Yeah. 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 Just a weird, weird move. I Yeah, I haven't seen anything this year. That has that has really blown me away. I no. could see like Bo is afraid, like Bo is afraid, shit, but like I doubt it gets nominated. The only that reason, movie was just hard to watch. The only reason no why I'm saying are. it's not going to get nominated, maybe, is just because like being hard to watch is for sure one thing. Yeah. But I simply just think because of its return, it's just yeah. not going to be up there. Like it, because I think that the Oscars, not that they pay attention to that so so much. Yeah. But sometimes. You can almost gauge just based on the the theatrical release right. of something if it's going to be nominated. At least I feel that way. And the more it sits with me, the more I don't like that movie. Like <laughs> I've seen it twice. I I went back to back almost, and I don't think I'm going to watch it for a long time. <laughs> I get like, that. I get I'm that. done with fair. that movie for a while. I think that's fair. It's that's got- kind of what Tar did to me too. Like I would watch that movie like. Three times, I think, and then I'm like, nope, I'm done forever. You did it too it's much. It's kind yeah. of an, an intense experience to go yeah. into a lot, which, like, that's what you get watching um, 
a lot of serious movies back to back because I used to do that all the time when I mm. when uh, when I was first getting in the movies I'd watch something like Whiplash and then I'd watch like uh, what's another intense movie like obviously Reservoir Dogs but that's like yeah, a little Same bit here. of a take back <laughs> but something say, like yeah. uh, you know a a Hereditary is like you watch something like that back to back it just drains you so much so watching something <laughs> like Bo is Afraid that's this weird roller coaster of yeah. funny and scary and anxiousness like so many different emotions disturbed. it would be cra- yeah disturbed for sure confused like there's a lot of emotions you go through in that movie it's a, it, like it's it's definitely a roller coaster of a ride i i don't know i could see it like getting nominated like maybe like one nomination for something like maybe they give like joaquin phoenix like best like a best actor like nomination yeah. with no intention of of, of a w of, yeah that's true winning. yeah i even if he did get nominated, that's the thing is like I just don't think it, it's gonna win in any but also awards. Like, but I also don't know because I don't, like nothing good has come out yet. That's but I, I will say, July twenty first, this may all change. That's true. Oppenheimer and Barbie double feature. I've already taken off of work for Bro, it. Yeah, we and are it, ready. And like <laughs> I ready. need, I need this because now this will be my segue into it. We have seen, I have seen three movies this year yep. that were on my like number one most hype watch list. Which was Bo is Afraid, yep. which kind of let me down. Yeah. Evil Dead Rise, which definitely let me which, down. <laughs> yeah, kind of let me down, and then but we all, it was there. And then the three of us had to fucking sit through goddamn Renfield. Yes! Oh, yes. Dude, what a segue. Jesus oh, Christ. Fucking Man, Christ. I forgot about that. You tried to block this, it out, right? I tried to block it this out. This movie. Just what a letdown. Like, <laughs> it, what it, a seriously. Letdown. It was crazy, because like... When they announced the project, I was like, oh, hell yeah, Nick Cage's Dracula? Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And then... Like we've kind of already seen it. Yeah, right. And you're like you're like seeing his his fits and everything, like all the makeup. It's like, oh, this looks great. And then that first trailer comes out, and you see Aquafina and Nicholas Holt, and and you're like, oh no, I'm out, I'm out, abort, abort, abort. Abort. You almost think like, oh, these guys must be side characters. There's no way they're going to be the main protagonist. Yeah, like you're going to be following them ninety percent of the movie. And that's and then and. That was my biggest fear. I was like, Nick Cage is going to be a side character in his yeah. own movie, and he is. He is. They give it all so to like lame. they give it all to Nicholas Holt and Damn and Aquafina, and then uh, fucking Ben Schwartz, like three people I like despise. Ben Schwartz, yeah, which is <laughs> crazy. I forgot that they actually devoted enough time for him Dude, to feel ben. like he was the core four, and in, in yeah. a way, yeah, it's weird. It's the movie definitely suffers from trying to be spread too thin. And I, it's just sad because it has such a good foundation. I mean, obviously Nick Cage, mm-hmm. yeah. bro, everything he did. Not, it's not that I was in love with everything he did. It's just with a Nick Cage movie, I think I need an entire movie to get a gauge on the on the performance. Like whenever you get him in little spurts here and there, it's yeah. so different compared to the other performances. Yeah. That yeah. it's like sometimes the way he was saying things it was like one i would just start immediately smiling as soon as he came on 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 screen yeah but it was just so different because he yeah. approaches delivery just strange especially towards the end of the way. movie it started seeming like very forced and just like like they're they almost like no you have to say this for the storyline yeah and it's like oh, this just doesn't seem real it's a it very real genuine it's a real in performance from cage yeah. like when you hear him Seriously. playing dracula mm-hmm. I mean, even if you haven't seen Vampire's Kiss, like you're like, yeah. this is gonna be a balls to the wall performance. Yeah. And he really he never like has like the Nick Cage screaming moment, no. which you, is like a quintessential thing to have in every Nick Cage movie, unless it's like 
I mean, I guess maybe in Willy's Wonderland there's grunting more than there is screaming. Right. <laughs> but, like, you, you're expecting, like, a show with Nick Cage, and he's very reeled in. And for the first half of the movie, you can't even see his fucking face, because it's all mangled. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. And it's just... Uh, <sighs> Dude, I... I agree. Um, I was really looking forward to it. Like, I, I loved Aquafina before this movie. Ben Schwartz, sat, like, I, I loved his improv. And Nicholas Holt is, like, fresh off in the menu. And that's true. I love that movie. The and movie was very good. He, they, those three combined just, like, torched this movie. It was so bad. <laughs> it's, my my thing is that I, I just think that all of these different uh, plots for where they were going with the movie, which is yeah. ultimately a movie that's kind of like, I don't know, a, a therapy slash horror movie. Yeah, it's, yeah like, it's, it's literally about surviving abusive relationships or escaping yeah. abusive relationships, which but is, to the tune of, of Dracula and, and Renfield. That's yeah. it. And it's like, dude, this sucks. And then on top of that, you have Aquafina's like, I'm a cop, and everyone around me is corrupt, and my sister and I don't talk anymore, and I have to avenge my father's death. Yep. Original storyline. and it was just Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, this, this is the only time you've ever seen this ever played out, and i got to be super protective of my sister, because she could die at any moment. It's, it's just, just like, oh, I It just doesn't that. make sense. Like, and it, I'm not asking for total original content, but, like, no. it doesn't fit with the movie. Like, y- yank that shit out of there and yeah. just make it a movie about Nick Cage scorching the earth. I also just don't Seriously. understand... I mean, it, it, it obviously has a, a comedy vibe, but I couldn't feel the rhythms it was trying to put out. Like, it's... It, I don't know if it's just a... Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not my type of comedy. Like, I obviously love shit like Tim Heidecker. But this, uh, this movie is... Um, it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't fit the bill. It felt too, like, regular, modern blockbuster comedy for me, and yeah. I just felt like it was hammed on too much. I feel like dudes or not like enough, Do- maybe? I don't know. I feel like dudes who like Doctor Who would really fuck with this movie. Like, that, that's the, the overall vibe that I felt. Okay. <laughs> if you like Doctor Who, you probably love this You probably movie. fucking love Redfield Be like, wow, five stars, masterclass film. <laughs> it is more violent than I thought it was going to be. But the, like, but the violence Not even is- violent, just gory. Yeah, but the cores didn't didn't land because they were all like why. CGI and weird, and yeah. it was like that was my thing with it. I don't know why this movie was kind of a wake up call for me or an awakening, you should say, because I just noticed how much I don't like CGI blood, like when it's used like this movie used. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, if you're gonna use it as like a flourishing technique to get more out of it, then sure, as long as it looks cool. Because I, you know, I played Gears of War. I've seen CGI blood. It can look good. It's just, <laughs> it's just great reference. Yeah, but fifteen year old game, <laughs> dude. It's a good game. But um, yeah, and in this movie, it just came across a little stringy, maybe a little cartoony. And if that's the vibe they're going for, that whatever. Because I mean, it, it it is a comedy. But I would much rather prefer. Um, you know, I watched 2013 Evil Dead remake, and that movie like does gore right. And, yeah, and, like and, and it, it's it not all there beautifully. But, yeah, yeah, most of it's fucking there, but yeah, there's always yeah. some shit that you're like, well, that doesn't look right. But for the yeah. most part, like I would say, ninety percent of the time it hits. Yeah, for so, sure. So I don't know, man. I I couldn't believe what I was watching while it was happening. Like I was like, there's just no way this movie can get worse, and then it would just get worse. And I felt so bad because Molly was like, even when the trailer came out, she was like, I can't fucking wait. And I was yeah. like, I'm really worried about this movie. And she's like, no, this is it. 
and I look over at her towards the end, and she just looks like defeated. Oh, like she was just like, "That was not good." And I was like, "I feel bad about how not good that was." Like it was, I and I, I felt Sad. weird because like the, the reviews were the reviews were mainly like this movie is not fantastic, and like the reasons they were describing were because like it didn't have a like depth, and I was like, yeah. "I'm watching a movie about like." Why should we yeah. about Nick Cage yeah. beat Dracula? This is not supposed to, like, change me spiritually. Yeah, I'm here to have a fun time. And uh-huh. then watching it, I'm like, depth was not even sort of this yeah. movie's problem. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not its goal, right? So yeah, it's like, exactly. You, you have to ask yourself, what is its goal? And I think that's more the problem that I'm having with it. It's like, what's the goal of this movie? And just the simple, you already pointed it out. It's just abusive relationships and through the lens of Renfield and Dracula. And that's really it. Like, yeah. It's a very, very simple movie. And then they build on top of it these stupid ass cliche plots, and then just stupid jokes that just don't really land. Not even once. And, and if all that happened, and you still got this great Nick Cage performance, I think I still would have liked the movie. Yeah, for but sure. I think he Nick just Cage needs more time. Because like I saw the reviews too, people were kind of hating on it, but I just didn't believe them. Like oh, y'all just don't get Nick Cage. Right. He's actually right. amazing. Yep. And yep. it no, it was just Nick Cage also fumbled the bag here and. I just feel like he's, really he's not given enough to work with personally. Like yeah. there, there's just not enough screen time, yeah. and it's being spread throughout all these different characters. I mean, it's like, but I, I also did not want this movie to be any longer. Yeah, like no, it was a per- perfectly ninety minutes, and yeah. I, I was ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that it is um, not easy watching Aquafina try to play the line of like when to be funny and when to be serious yeah it she did not know and you then, couldn't tell you couldn't tell at all and like sometimes that would be the joke <laughs> and monotone. i was like that's not funny like, yeah it's just it's not. and and some like when uh she played uh i always forget the name of it or where she's traveling overseas um she does a really farewell. good yeah the farewell she does a really good job and but that really is a just a depressed twenty-something-year-old person, yeah, um, trying to figure out life, and you know that that just came off very natural. I feel like to her, where like this, where she had to play this very dynamic character, like that was this good guy, and like everyone around her was corrupt, and she's yeah. like almost the superhero. I just didn't believe it. No. <laughs> it just wasn't there. Exactly. Nope. It's it's just not a great movie. Everybody gives pretty lackluster performances. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, it's just a letdown. It, like, these are my least favorite types of movies because it's yeah. just so. Once again, it just feels a little mediocre. It's like I can see where some people are gonna watch this and be like, "That was awesome," but dude, like the rest of us are just gonna be like, "Why? Yeah, like why? Why was this made? Who was this made for? Who because it's like for? it was marketed towards a fan base that I don't think are gonna like it. Like yeah. once they end up seeing it, <laughs> I so. agree. I will, it give it, it I will give it a, a one pl- a one star at least because it dunked on Ska. And anything that'll like take a cheap shot at Ska, I'm See, like, right. I didn't know where y'all stood there because like I hate it's, Ska, it's but... It's funny. It's funny. It was funny the first joke, but then when they... they I, think, I think it was referenced down. twice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, god damn. I'm like, stop. Like, <laughs> that's the type of writing that I have a problem with in this movie. And it's I feel like... like Bro, that yeah. was already... It's, it's not that it was a bad joke. It was a good joke, but it's like... You're going to lean on that joke too you, hard. Yeah, you're going to lean on it and a little bit too you're much. You're kind of hating on the people that might actually like this mu- movie. Because yeah. like people who like Ska would maybe like this <laughs> yeah. movie. Ska fans like, would love Renfield. Self-aware, yeah. but then they're yeah. like, Ska fans are pieces of shit. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it is... 
fuck yeah it's it was not great i i expect more from cage and i don't blame him necessarily i think that he was he was really reined in for the movie did you see that he did like an interview like i think today or yesterday where he his he says his earliest memory is seeing faces yes, in the womb what the yeah. fuck he, he's I sent, thought it was a joke. I was like, this no, has to be a disgusting thing. Like, yeah, like, he literally he's said this. Serious. He's trying... He's being Nick Cage, so yes, maybe. He claims. He claims. I mean, like, there's Who's no way. To? Like, just like a, a magazine Like a reporter variety. or something like that. Reporter, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. He's like in an interview it. saying this. Dude, I want to... Oh, my, my first God. core memory is faces in the womb. Dude, I <laughs> yeah. love that so much. Wow. Like, Do you know that he was originally... That he auditioned to play Aragorn in Lord of the Rings? For real? Could you imagine if that had happened? I wish. Man, I might like Lord of the Rings. Do you not like Lord I of do, the Rings? I hate Lord of the Rings. What? But I also what blame... What kind of fucking word of life I blame youth you? group. Yeah! That, that's why. Because, like, Christians are, like, too so into, into it. it. They are. They are very like, this is like true. this is, like, the Bible and then the Lord of the Rings. I had a guy that, like, he... One, one youth event, he was like, no, we're just going to watch all the Lord of the Rings all day. Uh, that sounds amazing. I would love and to have gone to that youth event. I hated it. I was so bored. What do you mean? It's just nine and a half hours of perfection. It was, yeah, before, I, it was before he was into movies. It was before, well, maybe. I, they're so long and boring. And Dude, they're really good, though. Dude, what get out saying? of here. No, I. They're incredible. <laughs> They're so I, fucking I have good. not watched them since I was a teenager, but I did watch them, like, each movie, like, at least four times. Well, let's make it five, then, because that movie, those Dude, movies are so good, and the extended cuts great. of those movies are fucking Never great. seen the extended cuts. Brother in oh, Christ. Man. There this are is, some amazing This scenes. might be another Justice League scenario where, like, in my mind, I can't imagine a longer version of those movies <laughs> being, being better. Good. Yeah. But maybe they are. I don't know. I just gotta it trust is, you on it that. It is literally like because I think the, the 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 theatrical cut of Lord of the Rings: the Return of the King is three and a half hours, oh my and I God. think the extended cut is like four fifteen. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But there's like a whole like character that's in the book that acts from the movie, and they bring it into the into the movie, and it's so fucking the mouth of Sauron, oh. and it is so fucking sick. Cool. It's oh man, it's that a great awesome. and. And you had great video games that came from it. Like, all of those Lord of the Rings Dude, games were incredible. Incredible them. video games. But also, I will say that the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks I ever. didn't even know you guys were into I would play. I would play Lord of the Rings The Two Towers for hours just because I could listen to the soundtrack over Bro, and over and over that again. That theme... Dude, that theme is dun, dun, insane. Dun-dun-dun. Fucking sick! Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Dude, that and Chronicles of Narnia, like, in the same, like, headspace for me. See, that, like, that, that to me, which is How did so you funny, not know you were going to not believe in God later on? Bro, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> right? Those, like, I just hated movies, all of that. Both of those franchises are so separated in my mind, even though you are 100% right. Like, <laughs> no, you just love both of those allegories. Yeah. But it, they are... So different in quality. Like you have yeah. Lord of the Rings, and then you have Chronicles of Narnia, which is way down here. Also, Chronicles of Narnia had shitty video games. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. So no cap, Lord of the Rings, like Two Towers, and Return of the King were like some of the best video games I had played when I was a kid. Like I have Two Towers on my PS2 still. Oh, yep. it's like ten levels. It is goes hard as fuck. There's like a level where there's a boss fight, and you can just avoid the boss fight and just fight all like the all the orcs. And they just keep replenishing, and it dude. plays like the music at like peak volume. Yes. It's so sick, oh, man. dude. 
I love those. It's during games the troll too. fight in the Fellowship of the Ring because the Fellowship of the Ring like video game bombed so hard that when they did Return of the King, they're like, we're just gonna recap Fellowship of the Ring in like four levels, and it's no so way. fucking fun Dude, and way better I, than the original I game. Remember that game because I'm like I've played this and, and it's like you're right because you you get pretty much the greatest hits of Fellowship of the Ring, which, yeah. is, which is Frodo getting attacked. A dude, oh my god! I those games are so good. There was even one that was like kind of like a conquest game. Yeah, I yeah. It's I, I remember that one really well too. That was probably the last one that I Shadow played. of Mordor, I believe, was the one. Yep, yep. dude. Maybe I got to check them out. When was the last time you tried watch? When when did you say the last time was you tried watching these? I'm gonna be honest. It's probably like 13 or 14. Oh man, no wonder you didn't have like, attention span. Like man like yet. eight yeah, years just, old till no, like 13 gotta, or 14. You just give him like chance. You gotta give him another chance. Yeah, I probably do. But yeah, sure, like it was sure. just like one of those things. It was a rebellious teenager, and like it still kind of stuck with me. That was the same for Harry Potter for a while too. Like. In my mind, I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I always thought they were just dumb movies. And then I watched the first movie, and I was like, oh, these are, like, the best movies ever made. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I I'm love like, Chris Columbus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, no, that's, that's, yeah. I would it's love. worth it. I would love to rewatch those. Um, we should maybe I'm do down. that for, like, a podcast episode I'm or even down. if we just watch them or yeah. just you that's watch a commitment man because yeah, you got to do it like all back to back to back and that's if and you have to do extended cuts back to back to back so you're there for like 14 hours like Jeez. it is a sun up to sundown thing wow yeah that would be Jeez. a fun thing to like accomplish that yeah. would be wild like, all, i've never off. done it with the extended cuts i've done it with the like the original cuts but how like long, each how long each, is the each of them were like four hour, at least four hours how many movies are there again three three that's it that's what i thought but i think like one i think like with the extra time it goes I could be wrong I wonder how long they are now I'm curious <laughs> now it's making me question how long is um, Twin Peaks The Return 18 hours wow jeez man how do you watch any of this stuff in one sitting that's just insane yeah you just start at like 6.30 hours. in the morning the longest movie ever made is like 697 hours <laughs> it's yeah. a bad movie <laughs> really. I mean yeah you have to watch those in spurts I feel like you gotta find good pause points. Like my mom used to watch Pride and Prejudice. The like, there's like a ten hour cut, and this is when this is before streaming or anything like that. And she had different DVDs that she had to switch. Yep. And she'd probably watch it once a month. And she would just work through it. Yeah, she, she just it. worked. She worked through. I've seen the whole thing, and it's wow. the one with Colin Firth in it. Okay. I forget how long that one is. I think it's like eight or ten hours, something like that. Was it a show? No, it's a movie, apparently. That's what my mom always phrased it as. But it, it, it really does feel like a limited series, I guess. But yeah. there wasn't like, it wasn't like opening that. credits yeah. or anything Holy like that. Christ. Okay, the ex so I'll read this off. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, is no. two hours and 58 minutes theatrical cut. Theatrical. Wow. The extended cut is three hours and 28 minutes. Oh, that's shorter than I thought you were saying. Then That's good. Uh -oh. you have you have the, the beginning. you have the two towers, uh -oh. which was two hours and fifty nine minutes, and the extended cut was three hours and forty three minutes. Jeez. And lastly, sort of you like have the Return hours. of the King, which was three hours and twenty minutes, and the extended cut of that is four hours and eleven minutes. Wow. That's a long. That's like twelve hours, probably close. Yeah, to that's it. about like, twelve hours. Wow. That that's would be fun though, like if. We came over here, we watched it in the big screen. Just Yo, like the whole day, took a whole day. 
and stuff. I'll black out the I'll black out the yeah. uh, the windows. That would be sick as fuck. Yeah. We'd have to start yeah. at like probably like, latest ten. Yeah, honestly, yeah, seriously. No, come on, that'd be sick though. We order like McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, sit down and start bring the fellowship over. of the ring. Oh, yeah. that's dude. That'd be gas as fuck, me, man. Yeah, that'd be a it. fun, tell yeah, for real. I'll fucking be there. We we grab some burgers. I'm down, yeah. bro. Yeah, man. I'm ready. Speaking of greasy, delicious cheeseburgers and stomachs being full of McDonald's, welcome to the shot in the chaser. There dude, welcome everyone. What a good fucking segue. That was Thank good. You. I did not get dude, you. I did not get where you were going at first, but it was perfect. <laughs> a podcast for anybody with the munchies this evening. Hey. <laughs> this week we are starting our shot is uh the founder. A movie that makes you hate McDonald's so much that you gotta go get it immediately. <laughs> Seriously. After. And then Child Predator Dan Schneider's classic masterpiece, Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Can I take it? I didn't order? know we were gonna mention that, but Oh man, I gotta there. I have to talk about Dan Schneider so bad when we get to this. Yeah. Because I, I saw know. that. He he directed this. And he's in it. Yeah, he Brother, is. I did not get that. I don't that. know if he directed Now I immediately know he's a, I think is. he's an executive producer. Yeah, but I don't think he okay, directed okay. it. Because yeah, I was like, what? But yeah, he's definitely in it. He's the he's the, the Good Burger owner, right? Yeah, Bro. that's him. Number one. That's him. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. Welcome, everyone. Other Thank than, you for joining us. Other than us having to sit through Renfield, what you guys have been watching this week? I have something. I So one day after work, I've been trying to catch up on these movies uh, at Regal. Okay. And there was one movie I knew y'all weren't going to watch, or didn't want to watch, at least. Okay. And it was, uh, Are You There, God? It's me and I kind of wanted to see it. Is it good? Dude, I didn't know what I was getting into. It has Benny Safdie in it. I walk in, they give you a free complimentary wine glass that has the name of the movie on it. What? At Regal. Crazy, right? So I'm at like, Regal? At it, our Regal? Like, I'm walking in, I scan my ticket. At our Regal, he's like, oh, wait, you might want this. And it's a wine glass without, like, the stem on it. But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And it has, like, a thumb thing. But it says, are you there, goddess? What me, Margaret. And, uh, Leonard's Regal. Anything yeah. Evil Dead. Nothing, exactly. <laughs> and that, that just goes, and I go in, and I'm, I watch it by myself. Didn't really know what movie I was getting myself into. I'm just a random dude. Yeah, you're just going in. There's four other girls sitting, and then there's two different couples. There, too. There, too. And so, like, I'm one of three dudes. So, instantly, I'm like, what type of movie am I, am I getting into? This is, like, when I well, went to go see uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. And, like, I was like, oh, no, I'm here for, like, this rom-com, like, weird Nancy Myers-type movie. <laughs> and, uh... The amount we were all like laughing our asses off. No this way, movie. seriously. I, like truthfully, this is the best movie I've seen this year that came out this year. Holy shit! It is so funny. Like it is so. Uh, did you guys ever see The Edge of Seventeen with um, like Haley Steinfeld? I think. Oh God, no. I and Haley Lou. So John Michael showed me this movie. He loved this movie. He actually like. Like low key fell in love with one of the actresses, not Haley Steinfeld, the other actress <laughs> yes. for this movie, and he showed it to me, and it's so good. And I later find out the same director directed "Are You There, God?" It's me, Margaret, and like the way she does like adolescence and like going through like um, puberty and uh, just like the awkwardness of it all is so funny. And it, like, the movie's also, like, stacked, of course. It has Benny Safdie. That's why I'm there. It has sure. Rachel McAdams, who is awesome. She's so funny. She delivers so well. It has uh, Kathy Bates, who's wow. 
always hilarious. Stacked. And, and the movie is just like funny from the beginning to the end. And it has like a cool premise. It's about this girl who um, her her mom grew up Christian. Her dad grew up Jewish. Um, and they're raising this girl to so that she can choose her own religion and her own faith. And she's doing this project all year about her deciding which religion she's going to choose. And uh, so she goes to like, uh, she goes to temple. She goes to like Catholic mass. She goes to like um, a Baptist church um, with all the different friends. And the way they do it is just like, it's, it's just very funny. And there's a lot of like on the nose. So like Rachel McAdams grew up Christian herself and her parents abandoned her or like basically said, you're not my daughter because she married a Jewish man. And so, like that, like it really like touches on those notes, and it's just like as a guy who like grew up very Christian, yeah. Like the movie, like really knows what it's talking about, and it is so funny. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. I never saw The Edge of Seventeen, but I mean, these—that's another one where like. Because this movie, like she's in like middle school. The the girl's in middle school, and and it's like. It's not, like, creepy. It's funny. Because, like, you can make this movie and it'd be, like, weird for a dude to be in here. But, like, no. It's just funny. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. It's just an easy watch. Yeah, I, I loved it. I cool. even got a free wine Yeah. Cup. I mean, yeah. Oh, at, right. the, at, the, at, at its worst, he got a free cup. Cool. Yeah. Why not? It's so dope. Cool. I mean, yeah. it sounds And I laughed my fun. ass off. I wanted to check it out because I love Benny Safdie. Yeah. And he's so good. He's, like, a major part of the movie. I, I love better. it. I love it. How long was it? It was, like, an hour 45. Ooh, even better. And I'm telling you, it flies by. Like, you almost want more. It's so funny. Hey. I'll check it out. I mean, I've got, I got Regal (laughs) Unlimited this week, so I, I can check it out. One of us. One One of us. us. (laughs) Dude, yeah. It only took you, like, two years to convince me. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Yeah, because of your recommendation, I'm probably more likely to see it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, (laughs) I, it's my, I mean, there, there hasn't been a lot of great movies that's come out this year. But I, I really think it's the best movie. It probably won't stay there, but cool. it was so funny. I really can't hate on it. Nice. Hell yeah. You yeah. see, you think it's going to be nominated for any Oscars? Mm, probably not. Not There's, like that. It's just funny. It's yeah. nothing like, out, and it's like an adaptation. It might be like a best adapted screenplay type, oh, true. type thing. Yeah, that, I think that'd be good, but cool. that's probably it. Damn true. Nick, you watch anything this week? <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> What'd you watch? I did watch some things this week. So, I, um, what day was it that, that this happened? I think it was on Saturday. Um, Molly had, Molly was doing her homework and she was like, I need something on in the background just to like, so I don't go crazy doing this. And I was like, okay. And I was reading a book and she turned on, um, Hell House LLC, which I don't know if either of you have seen this movie, mm-hmm. but it is like. It's what I, I realized watching this is my second time watching it. Realized it my second time watching it, like this is probably my favorite found footage horror movie ever made. Like it's it is fun, dude. It is such a special beast in the way that it's made and it's super low budget and like it capitalizes on its low budget to make something like really, really fantastic. And so I watched that, I was like, Man, I love it. And Molly reminded me, she's seen she's seen all of them. She's like, There's a second and third one, and I was like, 
are they worth it? And she's like, not a, even a little <laughs> not bit. Not at all. And I was like, okay. And the first one ended, and she immediately put the second one on. I was like, what are you doing? You said it's not Dude, worth it. what are you doing? And she was like, she's like, no, I think you need to see how not worth it it is. Oh. So I watched oh. the second and third Hell House and LLC third. movie. <laughs> oh, I love man. that. And I can safely That's say awesome. that the second Hell House movie might be my least favorite like horror movie ever made. <laughs> it was like... Holy God. I'm watching it on Tubi, oh my and I'm God. like... Like breathing a sigh of relief when I see that little countdown in the top left corner. Yeah. That's like your ad will play in five, like, four. I was like, thank God, I have, to, I don't have to look at this movie Jesus. anymore. Jesus. And then the third movie is like pretty bad. Like it's Usually a little, it's a little bit better, but like it's all theater kids, and so oh, I just no. get to see theater kids get their shit rocked. So I was like, which yeah, is okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. That's so funny though. I'm a okay with that happening. And then I, I watched mm-hmm. the, um, I watched uh, Dragon Ball Broly. <laughs> nice. Julius was right. Not as great as, as not the same Dragon Ball Super Broly, but yeah, that was that was it. I I watch watch Hell House LLC the first one. It is a super well made, super good movie. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. It may have also been on Tubi. I can't remember, but great movie. If you just want to be mad for like another three hours, then watch two and three. They're both ninety minute movies, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're very difficult to watch. So Nick highly recommends the the uh, triple feature. Uh, <laughs> I mean, truthfully, you can watch House. all three movies. It'd be like four and a half hours of your day. There you go. Like, I'd say yeah. that that's worth it. Yeah, personally, like, I mean, if you're if you're into watching shitty horror movies, yeah, then. if you're into shitty horror movies, you're gonna you're gonna love love Hell House two and three. But that first Probably. one is genuinely like scared the shit out of me both times I watched it. I knew it was going to happen that second time, and it still, like, wigged me the fuck out. I'm actually so intrigued now, just because of what Molly said. Like, I, that that's so funny. I we should it. do that. Then maybe that... If we don't have anything planned for next week, maybe we do that for next week. Hey. Uh, well, I think we're doing Inherent Vice. You're right. Maybe we can push that back, even. Oh, true. Uh, I forget. Yeah, I forgot that we, we were going to do Inherent Vice. Up to you guys. Speed, I'm cool with, with yeah. whatever. Let's do Inherent Vice because we had okay. that already. True. Set yeah. in there. Dope. Yeah. Hey, so, everyone, so on next week's episode, yeah, exactly. we're going to be doing Inherent Vice and The Big Lebowski. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Hopefully you guys uh, love those movies as much as we do. I, I love both those movies so much. Yeah. And I think that they're going to fit so well. Um, what about you, Matt? What have you been watching? Yeah, uh, sticking in the in the horror vein, um, I watched Pumpkinhead for the first time. <laughs> I thought I thought it was how was that? It was a great it was a great movie. Was it, it, now? It, it was it was a cool creature feature movie. Um, it kind of looks like a xenomorph, a but weird, he's also like, a demon April movie to watch. Pumpkin yeah, what's up, bud? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I watched three Hell House movies. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, Pumpkinhead like feels very directly like I only watch this between October first and thirty first. Anytime yeah. before and after that feels fucked up. Well, I wanted to. I don't know. I wanted to watch it. It's also not super like Halloween pumpkin. It's really just yeah. It's more I like it's more of that. like a desert revenge demon movie. It's it's more like that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's worth watching. I'd say it's worth watching. It's a it's a directorial debut. Um, Stan Winston made it. Um, I think I think it was great. The the, the creature was great. And um, I, I don't think Stan Winston went on to, to direct much else movie wise. But um, yeah, it was a great creature feature flick. I recommend it. I've heard the sequels are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah, I. <laughs> Most yeah, Matt. Me. Believe it or not, Pumpkinhead 2, 3, and 12 aren't great movies. Well, listen, man, you gotta have faith in something. Pumpkinhead would not be something that I put my faith in. Pumpkinhead, I have faith in. 
there is a weird unannounced project that just says a remake of Oh no, Blumhouse presents. Right, I we'll see what happens. I, I I don't think it'd be good like at all. There there's there's a weird cool cheesiness as most '80s horror movies have uh, about it that makes it worth watching. I right, feel like, I feel like a remake would strip that away a bit. But heavy recommend if you're into that type of shit. So some goofy ass claymation '70s no, '80s shit. No, 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 it's a it's a guy in a in a suit. So oh, excuse yeah. me. So it's like kind of, but yeah, it still looks a little good. I never saw the it's movie. Dope. So. <laughs> it's worth it, man. It's worth it. It's fun. But yeah, that was it pretty much. You should watch the Ginger Dead Man series. Ginger Dead? Yeah. Dude, another movie, like, first off, that's the, um, that's a little gingerbread dude, the little puppet yeah. gingerbread. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch that. Or the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. Killer Tomatoes. I want to watch at least one of the Leprechaun movies because that just looks goofy as hell. It's I love stuff like that. Up. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's so fucking weird <laughs> kinda, to watch. Kind of like Things Killing. Not like that. Well, uh, it's like a step beneath that with a higher budget. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's like so it low. looks, it looks infinitely better than, <laughs> I think Jennifer Aniston is in one of them. <laughs> I think she Whoa. is. Yeah. That, dude, I think she is in the first one. That's crazy. Bit. Wow. That's what I watched. Other than that, just craving some McDonald's this week, dude. Watching two burger movies back to back. Let's get into that first burger movie. <laughs> the shot? The, the founder? Sh- the founders for sure. Okay, the shot. Okay, the founders for sure. The shot. For sure. Dude, I actually had on my great time revisiting this. I don't know about you guys, but I, I thought I thought that the founder really holds up. Well, what's it about, Matt? The founder. That's a good question. Let me uh, let me actually. Pull I saw it. it. I was like, he's about to just go in. <laughs> you read my face perfectly. So the founder came out in 2016. It was directed by John Lee Hancock. The tagline goes: Risk taker, rule breaker, game changer. Uh, villain. Yeah, what the fuck, villain. And the summary follows: The true story of how Ray Kroc, a salesman from Illinois, met Mac and Dick McDonald, who were running a burger operation in 1950s Southern California. Kroc was impressed by the Southern by the brothers' speedy system of making the food and saw franchise potential. He maneuvered himself into a position to be able to pull the company from the brothers and create a billion-dollar empire. Which is very sad to read just that summary. In yeah. General. But this movie is a lot of different things. I don't want to get, I guess, ahead of myself. But from the get-go, that McDonald's looks fucking great. It does. When he walks yeah. up to that window and he's like, I'll take a Coke and uh, a, a burger and uh, that's it. And then it's just like he pays for it and it's just given to him. I love that. Yeah. That seems like, wait, so what do I do with it? He's right. Like, it just like you, seems so you baffled it, by it. it. But it's interesting because, like, yeah, that was, like, a foreign concept. So, like, yeah, it was, it's so crazy different. to see, like, how, like, rare and special that was. Whereas now, like, every single restaurant you go, every it's fast food place like that. is that. Yep. And it's it's interesting. I feel, so, had anybody here, had you guys seen The Founder? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw, it, I saw it for the first time last year and did the same thing. Molly and I ordered, like, a shit ton of McDonald's and we started watching. And yet, like, halfway through, I was like, I feel like a real piece of shit right now. Yeah, but at the same time, this is a really good Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I think just from from the get go, this movie is uh, a little understated, um, but I think that it works really well. It it tells a simple story, uh, and it tells it simply. 
And I, I yeah. think that um, it it works for the for the kind of story that it's telling. And I think that that um, the the nineteen fifties is nailed. I mean, it looks, oh yeah, it looks the exactly. atmosphere is spectacular. Yep. And Michael Keaton gives like a like an amazing. I mean, it's Michael Keaton, so like I, I'm right. I know what I'm getting into, but like holy shit, like he sells this man as like a true sociopath from the start. Like by the end of the movie, you're like, Oh my God, did he like know that he was going to do this from the minute he met them? Right. And that, and it's, it's also, it's just so strange because every single character turn that he has is almost fake in a way. Yeah. It's so strange. It's like, it's like every time he has a realization, it's the only realization that he's really making is that he just wants to make more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. And then it's never enough. No. Like, it's, never even kind of enough. Yeah. It's like the moment that, that he gets something, he's got to go further. Like, even um, when he's divorcing his wife, he's like, she gets no shares of McDonald's. Yeah. Even though she is a major reason in how he even had it. I just, I, I don't know how you can divorce Laura Dern. Also fucking insane. Like, what yeah. the hell? Also uh-huh. fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, married to Laura Dern and you own McDonald's? Like, you're yeah. Life made. Free Big Bro. Macs forever, and I get to wake up next to Laura Dern. That's what Who you the fuck. That's what yeah, you get seriously. for listening to uh, self help tapes. You just <laughs> seriously. You just start. You just start a billion dollar company. Actually, you 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 steal a billion dollar company, and then uh, you divorce Laura Dern. That's you, exactly what happens. You become a true monster. This movie makes me feel the same way. Well, not makes me feel the same way. I would say like is in in touch with the same feeling I had when I saw Super Size Me for the first time. Where by the end, I was like, McDonald's is a fucked up corporation. And like, I'm thinking this while I'm in my car driving to go get McDonald's. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just so Seriously. fucking hungry. I, like, all that movie did was maybe want McDonald's. And like, it's the same thing with the founder where it's like, this dude is fucking evil. And yeah. like, this is what McDonald's is what it is because of this absolute like menace to these, to these like actual like good guys. Yeah. yeah. And yet. I literally right before we recorded this, we all had McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> like, dude, we have to. Are we gonna have McDonald's in the morning too? Listen, <laughs> man. I mean, we literally watched Good Burger too, though. Yes, way, which is also a completely different vibe. Or so is still... it? Or yeah. is it? Is it? I found way more correlations to these two movies than I was anticipating, other than burger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> burger. I was movie. like, yeah, of course, it's a burger movie. By the end, I was well, like, no, this is like the it. exact same thing. But we'll, we'll get to that yeah, once yeah. we get into. Once we get into Good Burger, do you guys feel any shame whatsoever eating McDonald's after watching The Founder? After watching The Founder? No, I personally no. I mean, I, I totally understand um, what you're, you're saying, though. Like, because it, this movie, the first time I watched it, I was like, fuck that restaurant. Yeah. Like, fuck That's what, like the first time I watched it, I did feel shame. Yeah. I, I, like, I like, it, it took me a couple weeks to eat McDonald's, and I remember telling my whole family about it, because... I didn't know this about McDonald's. Right, no, neither did I. I just like I, I assumed they were kind of evil. They had to be kind McDonald's. of fucked up. Yeah, in a way. I didn't realize that it was like this bad. I remember telling them like, no, we can't eat at McDonald's. They're evil people. Uh, They're evil. And then, you know, a couple weeks later I wanted a Big Mac, you know. Of course. What's so weird That's just how is, it works. Like, what do you guys think? Do you think that this was completely evil? Or is it that one it, because personally I like whenever whenever I watch this movie I'm not saying I I'm judging Michael Keaton's character as good I'm not saying that at all but it's it's more so you know we live in America so like stuff like this practices like this it's not that they're encouraged but it's it 
I, I think that's what I got this this time watching it was what do you think about just stories like this where this guy just kind of swooped in and did like a blue collar crime. I mean, excuse me, white collar crime mm-hmm. instead of just doing like a, an, an, an actual evil thing. It makes it strange and puts him I mean, in, in a he, weird he, place, at yeah. least for me. What do you think about Well, because like he's like the way the movie even portrayed it for me is like he's really fucking over so many good people. Who who deserved at least a part in it? Like I understand, like he he is the reason why McDonald's is as big as it is, uh, and he you know made the, he brought this idea to light and really used it in a better way. But like the whole Speedy system, the whole the, the McDonald's name, it, it really did seem like like a fucked up thing to do. Like he, I get that. Like just completely I don't, stealing it. Yeah, like yeah, this guy is a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. You can't deny that he's a bad guy, but I think that in his eyes, I don't think that he ever once thought that what he was doing was was a heinous crime. He's kind of in that like, not to go political, bro, but like he goes on this whole like American dream thing of just like the dream is to like crush somebody else in his yeah. mind. That's the dream. Like I. The American dream is not like is, is to make as much money as the best way you know how. And the best way he knows how is to scam these guys. And yeah. to him it's just like, yeah, I'm crushing this guy these guys' dream, but they hey, they would do the same to me in a heartbeat. Anybody's willing to crush you at any given moment, so crush them before they can crush you. And it's like, I don't think that Nick Offerman and his tall friend you were ever gonna try and stab you in the back, Michael Keaton. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I I I, I never Got that impression, but of course that that's just the movie portraying it. It could be something else, but at the same time, like everything that he does in the movie, like as a person with a conscience, it's like there's no redemption to this. Like you, no. and and I think that like I love McDonald's because it's like the worst. It's like the worst burger humanly possible. It's so yeah. bad that it's good. It's like a can of spaghettios. Yeah, and um, to see it like turn into that from what it was, it's like dude, like I bet like a McDonald's burger was like so gas when it first came out like it was like the best burger on earth and now it's such a dog shit thing i remember i saw like a video once where somebody took a mcdonald's big mac and poured molten like molten lava over it and it burned the bun but the meat wouldn't burn oh <laughs> that's scary thing. so just just keep that in mind keep that in mind i'm totally gonna get mcdonald's again this week <laughs> and yeah. i know it's gonna happen you're like i'm doing it again yeah it's good it Who tastes the good they, cares? they make it taste good so yeah but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you there. I think that's what I was kind of picking up on is that Michael Keaton's character, I don't think it's a doesn't care thing. I think that yeah. he just doesn't see it that way. He, yeah. he just literally doesn't see it as him doing something wrong. And that's very strange just to, just to watch a character. do. I, I mean, obviously, we've seen it in, in other movies played out before like this. But with something as big as McDonald's, I thought it was going to be very overhyped. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of movies now i don't know if you can attest to air because i didn't i didn't see air but it's like sometimes whenever whenever movies deal with big corporations it just feels a little bit more hype around the subject matter than there actually was like at the time and this and this is i think very it plays it safe it plays it grounded and it works well because this movie is i feel like trying to get you to hate mcdonald's like like i feel like mcdonald's didn't love this movie being made (laughs) 
Like, Air is just a Michael Jordan commercial. That's true. That's true. Yeah, this is like a... This is like McDonald's, like, anti-war propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna show you where you really come from. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's... It's it's crazy. But I don't know. I feel like McDonald's knew, like, all that it was going to do was make people go get McDonald's. Yeah. They don't <laughs> care. Yeah, I, I don't I, think I think more people care. went to McDonald's than stopped eating McDonald's at the end of the founder, personally. I agree. I agree, hands down. And I, I know that, that the executives at McDonald's were like, it doesn't even matter. Like, even seeing yeah. the poster for the movie makes you want to get McDonald's. Yeah. Like, it yeah. almost reminds you. Yep. It's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> stupid monkey brains doing that shit to us. What do you guys think of the, of, of the tagline on letterboxed risk taker rule breaker game changer i think that i agree with everything but the game changer makes it sound like he's like the good guy that's what makes me see like that's that's another thing too is that this movie i don't think is as negatively are you sure like did we watch the same movie interpreted i'm not no no no. for from from our perspective for sure but i think some would look at this and be like He's just a go-getter, yeah, and, he, and he wasn't getting paid, so he got his cut. Like he he get, he like he dealt it right, and it's. Like, I feel like like uh, the movie like is like depicts that he's a scumbag, but I could definitely see somebody yet yeah, being like, "No, nah, man, he just played the game and won. Those yeah. guys didn't know how to do it." He even like took that dude's wife. Yeah, like like a That's friend true. of his. It felt like That's true. Wife, who's also in Good Burger, threw me off. I'm Linda like, Cardellini, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, wow. there's your other. There's another reference there. She, I mean, she yeah. was uh, the one of the one of the patients in the in the yeah. Heather, ward or whatever. Heather, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Love Linda Cardellini, man. That's Velma yeah. from the Scooby Doo movies. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. yeah. So I, I get know. it. <laughs> but at the same time, Laura Dern, come on, man. Like, yeah, for real, it doesn't get better than that. So no. it's. And he fucking divorced her. I'm telling you, man, it's those tapes. It's got to be those tapes. I don't know what else it is. Like, like to make a man go so unhinged like that. He just so keeps just saying, listen to self help yeah. tapes. I believe in myself. I believe in my every fucking day. <laughs> this is the, the moral of the story is don't me. fucking believe in yourself. You are <laughs> Not worthless. One fucking second. <laughs> you are worthless, and you will mean nothing at the end of the day. <laughs> so shut the fuck up and, <laughs> and look me in the eye and take my goddamn order, <laughs> <Exactly. at> McDonald's. <laughs> Give me my goddamn fries. <laughs> Oh my god. What's your go-to McDonald's order? Right now, it's I just had it. A double uh not a double quarter pounder. It used to be that. Just a quarter pounder with cheese, of course. And then medium fry diet coke. Nice. I'm a Big Mac guy. Mm. I love the Big Mac sauce. Big Macs are good. The Big, the Big Mac, Mac sauce insane. is great. I like the sauce a lot. And now they have it like separate. Yeah. You just give you it just showed package. me that and I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Man, you, man, y'all ordering like normies. Y'all got to yeah. get on that secret menu shit. <laughs> what are you getting? So I haven't, I haven't gotten in a while because it hurts my heart a lot now. But oh, shit. <laughs> they, they used to used to be able to go, at least by the McDonald's, by my, my parents' house when I was growing up, you could go through the drive-thru and be like, yo, let me get a McGangbang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've that shit that. went fucking crazy. Two double cheeseburgers with a McChicken in the middle, and they put uh, the Big Mac sauce in there. Oh. Oh, Bro, my God. Someone always told me that that was a different sandwich. That sounds great compared to what I've heard. What did you hear of Gangbang was? It was a McChicken, a Big Mac, and then the the fish Oh, that sandwich. sounds disgusting. And I was disgusting. like, the fuck? No, no that's like, something else. And that that actually McDonald's when they did that like secret menu. Thing, yeah. 
Like, they came out with that, I feel like. I feel like it wasn't a real thing. That's disgusting. It looked so gross. I never had it, but... Man, I should have got him a gangbang tonight. Now thinking about it, it's been a minute. But I mean, like, I literally just make one, right? I'll literally eat like half of it, and my I can feel yeah. my heart like pumping, and like, I'm like, oh, I this help. sucks. I need to stop doing this. I need to get into shape. I won't. But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> we're in this basement. I got workout equipment all around it's like me, surrounding us. But no, nah. no, nah, we're good. Water, we're good. waters for cowards. But <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, the McGangbang is is had been my go-to tonight. I just got a double cheeseburger with a ten-piece and a coke. The movie made me want that because it seemed like they were eating just like cheeseburgers, like the cheap cheeseburgers yeah. you get at McDonald's. Yep. Like I didn't want something special. That's why I ordered a double cheeseburger. I'm like, yep. I got to stay with the class. Stay true. That's the way to go. Yeah. I also wanted to run the, this line by you guys um, too. The Golden Arches could be America's next church. I thought I thought this was a an, an interesting, um, I guess, proposition that that the movie kind of puts in mm-hmm. front of you or i guess a juxtaposition because i felt like it was it was compared uh between um michael keaton trying to make mcdonald's this place where so many people gather mm-hmm. and i think that that's really intriguing to compare that to americans believing that you need to have the white picket fence we were talking about the american dream and how that is a religion in and of itself. Do you think that that the movie is saying that? Like, did you guys get that same vibe? I just I found that part to stand out a lot this time through because because it was it's mentioned I think at least two times after this point, not exactly in that same vein, but it's like he uses that like as as a sales pitch a lot. It's like we're trying to like bring people in, and it's going to be a church, and he even has. I think like, he, he may think he's God, if anything. That's, I feel like, that's true. I feel like that's a lot of billionaires true. kind of have that that's true. idea of themselves. Like they're they're the one who runs this world. Like mm-hmm. a, like an Elon Musk type personality. Figure. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So if anything, I feel like that's what he's getting at. Like I am God and this is my church. I just yeah. find it so interesting how how his character literally re- like recruited people and and held revivals in a way like he literally yeah. went around the state and like had these meetings where people would gather and he'd be like even you can start a mcdonald's like you can fucking do it do you believe like you need to just you just need to sign this line like right here and everything will change it was literally just like a revival thing and like some people are looking at him like fucking idiot but yes yeah. what we know now like hindsight we were like obviously that's a good deal i mean like he was probably giving off those things for like 10k just yeah, like back in the day, like yeah, you're. So it's like it's obviously worth it, but it's just that's I don't know. It 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 felt really interesting. I like I liked how the movie compared it. Nick, did you did you see that at all? Did you? And like, I, I felt that way, but I also felt like in the, in the most simplistic way, he may have also just been referring to like it's it's the fifties. There is one thousand percent a church on every corner. Yeah. So I want to put a McDonald's. That's on every corner true. that's hands down could have been and that could have been at face value which, which is a great business given the depth of like yeah ho- holding hosting these revivals and getting people to invest much like an actual church yeah. of just that's like right. give me just sign your name on this dotted line and become a member and it's then just, i own your soul exactly <laughs> it's it, it it just came very it came off as very strange because it's like i feel like that's what uh Maybe, and I'm not even trying to say this as as a critique, but I think that that's what America kind of wants you to do is kind of make their system your your way yeah. of living, your your religion in a way. Yeah. And it's like, 
watching this movie, it's like, oh, this is a guy. He he he's not only the founder of McDonald's, he is like a founder yeah. of like a new religion in a way. Yeah, like like that worshiping the American dream. And I mean, he, for the sake of success, he definitely is like a game changer because like without him doing this like crazy fucked up awful thing, like fast food doesn't exist. Yeah. Which on one hand, you're kind of like. Holy shit, that's that's crazy. And another part of you is like, wow, I wonder how much better like the Earth would have been if the fast food just didn't take off. Oh right. See, but I feel like that is me, weird to think about. <laughs> me personally, I think that someone would have found a way to do it. Like for sure, for sure. Maybe they would have found a more ethical way to do it than like Maybe. ruining lives. <laughs> it's true. But I don't know. Again, that's part of the that. I feel like the person that would capitalize on that that there's. I feel there's no way you're a good person that capitalizes on this. You are a person that is out for blood. That's like I saw this idea. I'm gonna make it the biggest thing, and nobody will get in my way of doing that. Which is a bummer. Yeah. But. Is what it is. I still love the movie. I still eat at McDonald's, and I I think that this is this is just like a good solid watch. You're gonna yeah, you'll hate McDonald's for like a couple of days, yeah, and then you'll see like a commercial and be like, fuck, I would kill for a Big Mac right real real quick, pretty much. And then you're in. Yeah, you don't the have to fries be are what sells me, bro. The fries are just always so man, good, especially when they're fresh. It's like my old man heart can't do it anymore. That sodium like rips yeah, me to shreds. Soul. Oh, I bet. I hate being old. <laughs> dude, I, yeah. This is the worst feeling on earth. Dude. What do, uh, what do we give in the founder? Uh, me personally, I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a 3.5. Ooh, that's 3. what 5? I gave it, too. 3.5. 3.5, that's good. Damn, maybe gave, like, maybe I, like a 4 on a solid That's it, damn, I give it 4. 4? Yeah. I really liked good. it. It's a really yeah. good it's, movie. It's, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. And, nah, yeah, it is. It's very it, like I would even say it's definitely an, an an understated masterpiece if you want to say that. It's like there's movies that try to be understated and then they come across as not doing enough. And then this movie is like, I think it's just trying to stay real back, but in a way that it the, the story doesn't suffer from it. It's, right, it, I, it's for the sake of the movie. I think it's a big like character study. Yeah, because like you know, like even from the moment the movie starts and it's like. Michael Keaton looking directly at the camera and he gives like a pitch where he's already trying like you're he lets you know immediately like hey I'm a salesman I'm definitely conning people and I'm getting a little desperate yeah yeah so it's 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 cool that like at the root of the movie like you see him for like there is no like growth he only gets worse and like you get to see like this shitty trait like brought to such a grand scale Mm. by the end of the movie so I I I love I love that because I think Michael Keaton like if you need like a a character a guy to play a character that's gonna like bring that character like an incredible an incredible amount of life Michael Keaton is is your is a good go to yep and that's why he was cast in the newest Flash movie <laughs> I feel like he was just kind of like forced into that well he was on that because he's he's canon in the Flash uh, CW universe. Oh, he's like yeah, he's Batman on the Flash TV show. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they bring the CW Flash into the movie? He apparently had a like he was cast, but he he backed out. It is like a um because the the Flash movies like it's kind of like Flashpoint Paradox where he's it's about like multiverse hopping shit. You know that Weird. thing that yeah. everybody is like that's I have everybody's this, doing. I right have now. this really original idea. Okay, so it's a multiverse. Yeah, Fuck exactly. Off. Yeah, that's every not single an time. Idea. Except for when everything everywhere all at once came out and I was like, "Oh dear god, what are they going to do?" And then they did it well. They did it well. Yeah. That's it. I don't need another I feel like, I don't need another multiverse. I feel like people are all. trying to like copy that almost even like in, in how they're doing the multiverse. 
even with like a little bit I've seen of the Flash. But of course, the last thing we need is more Ezra Millers. Yeah, sweet Jesus, sweet. The fact that this movie is just going to be like a couple of them makes it even worse. (sighs) But you know, it's not worse. Yeah. Good Burger. Yeah, bro. This this actually surprised me. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can Can I take you on it? Fuck. Good Burger oh. came out in 1997 I'm and was five. directed by I'm five <laughs> and was directed by Brian Robbins. I don't know what else he's done. Norbit. <laughs> Norbit. This fucking guy Whoa. did Norbit. Whoa, dude, he did quite okay. a bit of Eddie Murphy movies <laughs> and and a Keanu Reeves movie called Hardball. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Good Burger was directed by by Brian Robbins. This is probably one of the shortest summaries we've ever read. Beautiful. The tagline goes first. A comedy with everything on it. Okay. Wouldn't it just be Good Burger, home of the Good Burger? Right, that's what I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, summary follows. One sentence. Two hapless youths lead their burger joint in a fight against the giant fast food chain across the street. Kirk, otherwise known as Ray Kroc. <laughs> Ray Kroc, yeah. Yep, exactly. Nobody messes with Kurt. <laughs> Who's Kurt? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> oh, okay. When was the first time you saw Good Burger? All the way through? Yeah. A couple of days ago. Are you? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> really? What the fuck? See, I grew up on it. See, no, like, I watched it watched this. so many times as a kid. Of course, like, I was also, I loved all that. The Amanda show. Yeah. Like, I loved Keenan and Kel before... You before know, the movie he, even came or out. Or before, not not before that. I was one when the movie came out, so I was watching it when it was being put on Nickelodeon as like a rerun. I begged my parents to take me to the movies to see this, and they were just yeah. like, no, I'm not going to sit through Good Burger, and I watched it with my cousin when it came out on VHS. Oh, that's and awesome. And I fucking laughed from start to finish. <laughs> And I watch I that, that movie probably once a year. I have it on like in a in a steel case, like 4K upstairs. That's awesome. It is a, it is still like such a good movie. Like it's a good movie. I, I was laughing, very consistently. Like I, I at first yeah. I was worried, but then I was like, nah, man. This this movie when it hits, it's very funny. Yeah, it's so funny. The scene where he's like on his rollerblades and he runs he runs into the pregnant woman and yeah. he takes her baby, and then you see this shot of them like dunking the baby. In yeah, the literally. Just yeah. Like, I was like, and then he catches that's funny. That, like, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Like, it's, it is a very specific type of comedy where it's just, it's very absurd. It's very goofy. It's very aware of what it is without being self-aware, too self-aware. Yep. And it just reminds me also of, like, that great dynamic of Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Like, I, like even outside of Good Burger, like, Keenan and Kel, the show, was yes. hilarious. So good. So fucking funny. I and when they were, you never watched Keenan really? and Kel? Dude, what did so. you... What did you watch as a kid? Every time you like talk about your childhood, it's, it frightens me more. What Cartoon did you Network. watch? <laughs> yeah, you were watching Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, <sighs> you, you were sick monster. Of- I was also watching things like Batman the Animated Series. Like, uh, I, Kids I, WB I man. A lot yeah. of cartoons. Jackie Chan. See, this uh, I was watching like this. All, all that was like something I watched all the time. Yeah, because it was SNL for kids. Yeah, basically. That's why I wasn't allowed to watch it. (laughs) Really? Can can you believe that? You weren't allowed to watch it. But you weren't allowed to watch all that? Uh, But you were allowed to watch Courage the Cowardly Dog and Batman the Animated. Oh, wow. That's fucked up. Yeah, they got it backwards. Yeah, I would would definitely like all that was just like goofy. Yeah. It was was, was bad. My mom was like, It was not inappropriate. It was some of the most inoffensive humor. However, I will say... (laughs) 
there is an episode that exists, and it's in the first season, which I believe is still on Netflix. They may have moved oh. over to Paramount. But there is a skit. We watched it, like, like a year ago. Me, Nick, and Molly. Mouth agape by the end. Like, <laughs> no way. Like, how the fuck did this air? No way. It is an episode where Amanda Bynes... Yeah. Uh, it, Keenan is, like, the president of the school, and he's leading Amanda Bynes down this hallway, and is like, we just want to say we're very happy to have you here. You're going to do wonderful. And they put her in a class, and it's a special needs class. And every <laughs> cast member of all that is sitting in this classroom pretending <laughs> to have special no, needs. What? I'm talking like twitching, yelling. It's no. all there. I do not. We were all that. sitting there shit. like, holy like, shit! Yeah, it was. It was shocking to say the least. I didn't even know what to do. Like, I couldn't help but laugh because, like, I can't believe this aired. <laughs> like, yeah. we were, I know that I probably saw this as a kid and was, like, crying I laughing. Love that. And, like, looking as, like, an adult, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, I would freak the fuck out now if I, if I'd be I, like, holy if I saw my kid watching hell. this, I'd be like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, what the fuck are you watching, dude? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not what it looks like. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it fucking is. It kind of looks like you're making fun of people with special needs. Yeah, you fucking asshole. asshole. Yeah, you stupid asshole. So, other than that, the show is relatively inoffensive and fucking funny. Did you ever watch... Were you an Amanda Show guy? Yeah, I love the Amanda See, Show, See, I watched too. the Amanda Show, which is funny, but my mom wouldn't let me watch all that because I think it's my the memory... the same thing. I yeah, it was I, basically the same my thing. My memory recalls that they said sucks one time, and my mom hated that so much. Whenever, whenever anybody said, that sucks, or like, you suck. What? She that's, was like, that's, I, that's bad. I don't get it. <laughs> but I I feel bad for you if anything. Honest, honestly, yeah, because the Amanda show was so funny too. Amanda Bynes was great. Man, I, I watched that when they when they would Bring do like the the Moody's Point skit, yeah. where mom's like lost on a hot air balloon. That was awesome. Yeah. That was always good shit. Didn't someone have like a wooden hand? Too? Probably like, like one of the characters. Uh, poor Amanda uh, Bynes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, like they, I remember they used to do like these funny commercials for like toys or yeah. like gadgets. And I, I loved those when those would come on. The girls' room. Like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I need yeah, to watch this again. It's, it's been, been so long. I watched it, but Molly and I watched it not too long ago. And it's like really funny. But then every now and again, like Dan Schneider shows up and you're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a jump oh. scare. It's the same, it's the exact same way I felt while watching this movie when Dan Schneider would like, where he would like disappear or he would get like really close to somebody and I'd be like, get away from her! Yeah, like, <laughs> don't, don't touch them! Kel, look out! Watch out for your feet! <laughs> oh man. It was, it was weird seeing, seeing Dan Schneider and just being like, Man, there was a time where, like, you just saw this guy and you were like, oh, this is the guy that shows up on the Amanda show being like, you have the wrong number. Yeah. And now it's, and now you look at him and you're like, oh, it's that monster that, yeah, like, yeah. that was a pedophile. Yeah, it's like, of course, of course you are fucker. But it's still anyway. a great movie. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's still a great movie. I mean, Good Burger's not, not tarnished by that. No, um, no. Still so good. Uh, I, I wanted to... Um, to bring up a, a, another movie moment that was very early on, close to when the baby got dunked, is when um, Sinbad's car 
get get gets, gets like messed up for the first time and he's just yelling at Keenan. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest shit ever. I he's just put grabbing him. In prison. Yeah. Dude, it was so fucking goofy, dude. He's like, I hate to do this, but gotta put another black man in prison. He's like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that though. It was oh my god. Like Keenan's line delivery in that is so funny. He's like, funny. Dude, his faces are so and, and it you you can tell that he's just having such a good time whenever he's he's required to do the more physical gags yes and he he looks like he's about to be on the verge of just busting out laughing and it's yeah. so funny to watch him still have to do the acting like yeah. yeah even though he's getting like tossed around by by sinbad and is like literally like like grimacing in pain but also like <laughs> smiling so he's like it's yeah. so funny dude. i'll get a summer job yeah. <laughs> dude, I, love I would love to see like some behind the scenes of of keenan during that time Oh, yeah. Like like that his thought fun. process because he like he knows what he's doing he like he doesn't feel like this normal child actor no no it's like a shame. he is so funny dude it's I mean, well both of them Kel Kel's great their chemistry in general like without without their chemistry in this movie I don't think it would have worked at all I mean obviously the movie is yeah they definitely they are the two main characters of each right? other yeah yeah and they have just, like they have their very funny moments they also have like these oddly heartwarming moments yeah like when he's like he's like did you meet him when you called me bud and he's like yeah and the next day he's like I got you a yo-yo like the one your dad got you yeah. <laughs> I was like dude what the fuck I wouldn't even yeah. know what to do if, if my fr- my friend gave that to me he, he also took his $13 that he got <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah <laughs> He was just like so from okay from with Dexter. It. Yeah, he's like, I use my thirteen dollars to buy you a yo-yo. <laughs> Can we also talk about the fact that Carmen Electra is in this movie, and that threw me off so hard. Wait, who does she play? She's the girl yeah. that that Mondo Burger hires to go out with Ed. Yeah, like to seduce him. When they yeah, were like that, bringing Roxanne, I was like, who is it? Like, I know it's somebody that like oozed '90s sex appeal. Who would that possibly be? Yep. And it's Carmen Electra, and she walks in, and I was <laughs> like. Man, times really did do be changing. Like, yeah. I remember like when I saw this movie being like, holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that girl is gorgeous. <laughs> and looking at her now and being like, holy crap. I would not want to be in the same room. <laughs> yeah, <person."> seriously. <laughs> she looks demented as shit. Dude, that also I just love the um the the play off of off of Ed's character where he like just does not get anything she's doing at all. Right. I love Ed's character in general. One of the best bits of the entire movie is at the end whenever everything goes right and he's like, "How'd you do it, man?" And then Ed lays out this long ass plan as to like how and why he did what he did and how they're gonna avoid the American court system because it's because yeah. like it would just get tossed around in court and no one would ever get tried. He's like, you thought about all that? And he's like, well, yeah, I'm not stupid. It's like, it's, and like the whole movie, you you just assume he's stupid. Yeah, he until has the to be. very end. I'm a dude. She's a dude. dude he's, he's a dude. We're all dudes. dudes and then there's dude, the ska version of the song. Later, I was like, oh my god. I'll bro. let the ska slide right there. It was fine. <laughs> it did so its fun. job, and it made sense for a '90s Nickelodeon movie oh, for there bro, to be a ska song. Bro. Yeah, the moment it started playing, I was like, this just fits the vibe. Yeah, like it's. I mean, even from when it, it opens up, and I love how. It, it though it kind of looks like a Malcolm in the Middle episode. That's what that's what works for it in a in a weird way. So it looks like a Malcolm in the Middle episode. It looks like it's kind of filmed that way. It kind of does, but it's like got it, that it weird does. boxy like everything is like 
right in the middle of the screen and it, it's, it's a movie based off of a skit it's literally yeah. kids saturday night live they had wayne's world it was a saturday night live same skit. Exact they, shit, were, yeah. they have a good burger same exact shit also yeah. i love that abe pagoda is in this because i'm like to go from the godfather to good burger like what has to happen <laughs> for, for you to be like yeah i'll be in this <laughs> dude uh, and he's like such a lame character. He's like the guy who can't survive. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? He's the old man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the guy who's like barely making it, still working at a good burger. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Did you call me an ambulance? I I think I broke my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, one of the, uh, at least on Letterboxd, Shaquille O'Neal is credited above Carmen Electra, and I wonder if he got paid more to be in the movie for his one scene. I mean, when this movie came out, Shaquille O'Neal was like the number one person in the world. That's very true. So They probably paid him a shit ton. When did All Space Jam come out? That's a good, that's a good uh, question. Probably shortly after this. But that, I wonder if this, this movie could have came out or was he maybe even made during Michael Jordan's like break? Dude, this, Space Jam came first. Really? 96. Well, when did this movie come out? 97. I thought it was 96. Okay, yeah, that's right. He did say 97. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, still Shaquille O'Neal is, I mean, he's younger. He's the hot shit he is. in the league. He is. Uh, in 96 or 97. So And so is Michael Jordan. That's why yeah, Michael right. Jordan wasn't. Maybe they were just kind of like, all right, like, well, Michael Jordan already had his movie moment with, with Space Jam. We can't put him in They probably couldn't movies. afford Michael Jordan. Either. Also, to be fair, I think at that point, Cartoon Network worked with Hanna Barbera, so they owned Looney Tunes, which means probably contractually, like, he was locked in and couldn't do something with Nickelodeon, so they had to go for somebody else. Shaquille, and, Shaquille's you know, a great second. And Michael Jordan I mean, would have made this movie famous. worse. You need to stop that. There's no, Michael Every Jordan time. is a phenomenal basketball He's player. He's like, all right. You okay. are. You have to understand you are a lone wolf in this fight. Nobody <laughs> no. on earth, no LeBron no. fan would even be like, no. yeah. No, that's, I know. They are You're there. toxic people. Yeah. <laughs> toxic I would actually fan. say exclusively LeBron fans hate Michael Jordan. Where, where, where's your, where was your god when Space Jam 2 came out? Yeah, I know. Space Jam 1, unstoppable, You're right. spectacular movie. Your, Space Jam 2 came out? Your king you fumbled there. the here's, crown. Here's what yeah. I'll say. Michael Jordan oh. is a better actor than LeBron. I'll give you that, but he, he's not a better basketball player. We're going to have to look at some stats and discover. To, <laughs> and you'll have to agree with Dude, the science. I, I mean, who's? let's just go off of one. Who scored the most points? I don't even want to get into basketball. <laughs> My theory is this, is that we, we three don't. might have something really harsh against one-word titled movies. You, I think, are still writing off the steam of air. Yeah, That's dude. why you are just so mad at Michael <laughs> Jordan. I am, dude. I, you, you even brought up the fact that I don't like Coda, which is another one-word title. Yeah. So I'm just waiting to find Nick's one-word. <laughs> Nick's probably got a title. couple. Dive. We'll think about it. And I'm gonna, yeah, I'll to think that on that. Word. I'll think on that. Dude, also, Ed can talk to animals. I just want to jump in. Fucking that real hate quick. Renfield. <laughs> Renfield? <laughs> go, here. go through your diary. Seconds. I'm yeah. doing it right now. Five seconds. I'll yeah, think of another, like, Spirited. That's a one word. Spirited. I fucking Fuck hate that, that movie, shit. But we That's all hate true. that movie. There's some good ones. Cats. I fucking hate Fuck. cats. Uh, cats. Babylon, one word. And I fucking love Babylon. 
Yeah. Bro. Lucinophile's absolute, like, dick writing of Babylon is one of my favorite things that they have going for them. It's so yeah. funny. I think, I think it's actually in part a roast. I don't, I can't tell if they like Babylon. I think that they genuinely they love Babylon so yeah. much. And there's, like, they Jack's have the, back. the Jack's back. Yeah. I, love I want a Jack's back sticker, actually. Dude, it's <laughs> I've been so thinking funny. about just biting the bullet. Cure. Another one word movie that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. Skinnamarink, bad movie. Bad movie, one word, bad movie. I think that if it's a one word movie, your movie has to like go above and beyond because you already have that going against it. Yep, one word. And look at and you know what movie isn't one word? Good Burger. Two, Two words. fucking words. And tells you exactly what this movie is going to be. It's going to be yeah. a movie about Good Burgers. And it's going to be fun from start to finish. And it's going to tell, like, a good story. Like, there's never a point where I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's, it is, it is it has its ridiculous moments, but, like, it's cohesive. It's well thought out. It has great, like, point, getting you from point A to point B throughout the movie. And the whole cast is all, like, likable characters. And you love to hate the bad guy. Like, yeah, the bad guy is so that. easy to dislike. See, I felt like this movie, I don't like it necessarily for the plot. It was just more, like... And also, I I'm I'm watching this one. I'm 27, but it, it but yeah. but but the the bits are where it was really worth it for me. Just yeah, it yeah. the movie doesn't really slow down enough for you to really pay attention to any of that stuff. I mean, if you do, that's fine. But like, I I was just ready for the next, it, you know, zangy line or yeah. whatever. Or like, because they always like, would land. One, <laughs> one of the best moments of the entire movie was near it was near the end of the movie is when Keenan jumps out the window of the of the of the mental hospital yeah. and then you know lands uh, well yeah well the old guy the old guy Josie yeah, and, and then Kel jumps out the the, the not broken window <laughs> dude I thought that that was so funny <laughs> the oh my breaks god another window it was awesome <laughs> like I, I just love moments like that throughout the entire movie it it, it, it was perfect it's just such a good movie. It it hit so hard. Like the the like the whoever wrote this movie, which I don't think was Dan Schneider. I don't think it was Dan Schneider. Yeah, it was, not enough feet for it to be Dan Schneider. I, not I, enough feet. I do wonder if there is like a little bit of improv. That's why I'm like these performances. Like this movie is funny. Yeah. Like it, honestly, it is like they it hits its beats every time. I I really I mean there is a nostalgic. Dan Schneider is one of the writers. Oh, well. <sighs> Someone must have been like, Dan, I'm cutting all this foot stuff out of here, man. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, for real. I I mean, the the movie, I did grow up on it, and I do love this movie, and I, and I knew what I was getting into, but I think, like, still t- t- in today's type of comedy, like, it, it works. Yeah. It's, it's still, like, a yeah. very funny, like, the, I don't think there are kids' movies that are this funny. No, that not like fucking day. no. Yeah, no, like not no. made on Nickelodeon or Disney or no, dude. There is like such a lack of of kids content, which I mean, I think that there kind of will always be, but I I definitely agree with you. They yeah. they are actually funny. Um, apart from I and I feel like we kind of grew up where um, TV, where like Nickelodeon and Disney, they were trying to get this like teenage audience and trying to make something a little bit more edgy that they had never really done before, which is why we got like weird shit like Courage the Cowardly Dog, yeah. like the Amanda show and yeah. all that and this movie. And uh, I think 
that that's just a time like they Nickelodeon and Disney have just gotten too big where now they're just they've kind of sold out to what makes them money. That's true. And that's why you have, you know, dumb cartoon movies that just aren't funny and just hit its notes and are probably politically correct and which I don't mind if you're going to be politically correct, but don't make that like a like what your movie leans on for the yeah. comedy. Like at least make it funny. Yeah, honestly, so like, like just make it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like comedy is always making fun I'm of not itself. Getting my so like the moment, I don't. Like, I yeah. also just don't want like topical shit. Like just yeah. just tell a story. That's yeah. yeah. That's how do you guys? Really the thing. How do you guys feel though, knowing that Good Burger Two is in production right now? That scares me, because yeah, that like makes me Keenan. In my opinion, has only gotten worse. In oh, comedy. infinitely! Yeah, infinitely. I'm not and like, forward to Kel that. doesn't exist. I saw him actually at Comic Con like a couple years. Kel ago. is a youth pastor. Oh, he spoke at Liberty like last year. Oh, I think you said that before. Yeah. Oh, See, wow. I feel like he'll he'll be fine, man. That role is so easy, and like if yeah. you just do it once, you can you could pick it back up. It's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like Bill and, and Ted. Yeah, it's like they, they can but do that again when they're seventy, and it'll be the same shit. It's gonna be different. They're gonna be old and. Not as funny. And they're going to try to be just as funny as they were. For sure. And do the same jokes. And maybe Dan Schneider's in it. Or they're going to make a joke about him not being in it. Yeah. And that's going to make it worse. It's just not a good I hope it's good. I just really don't have any faith. Well, well, it's it's like a Paramount Plus, like, straight uh, to streaming. What I could see happening is... Ed could maybe be very self-aware. Like, in a a very annoying way. Oh, yeah. Which would which would just completely ruin the character. I don't so. even know like what the plot or anything like that is. Oh, no, the casting only has Keenan and Kel. In it they right probably now. like own Good Burger now. Right. <laughs> and now they have a new batch of kids, and there's a new burger place opening. It's probably gonna be the same thing. That that could Humongo be the, Burger. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the thing too. Is that Keenan and Kel are just parents in it yeah you know what i mean and they're oh. and they're just dads that that hang out and they're like a side character yeah. yeah i don't know which is worse like the movie where like they're the stars the movie where they have to play the side characters yeah. like bro also what side character is there left for keenan to play like not <laughs> yeah. not not for him like in a rude way but like if if Dexter is going to be rewritten as a side character. Yeah. What is Dexter going to do that's going to make it him like, like pro- be, he's probably going to be with Monique or I think that's her name, right? Monique, yeah, yeah, the girl. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's probably going to be if she signed on. I don't know. Or it's going to be some random girl and they call her Monique. <laughs> yeah. And be like, they no, do that. the same person. Show her from the back of the Paramount head. Plus. They can do whatever they want. All these straight to streaming movies. Okay. Speaking of straight to streaming, and you guys can judge me. I don't give a shit. I'm very excited. This is totally off topic. I'm excited because Chicken Run 2 is coming. And oh, I that, That's a straight to stream? Yeah. Whoa. It's straight to stream. I'm hyped as fuck. They only Why? recast the two leads in the movie. What? Everybody else is coming back, but they recast that the That movie leads. is so good. I know. But, like, I don't want them to ruin it. Something I love. Oh, they got the guy. So, in the original movie, the, the Rocky the Rooster yeah. was played by Mel Gibson. Oh. Now it's played by the guy who is Shazam. Which is like five million sure. steps down. <laughs> yeah, like goddamn. Okay, sure. Okay. I don't even know who the who who the lead is now for who's playing Ginger. Yeah. I know that Belle Ramsey is in it, and she plays like their their kid. And I'm the like, girl cool. from Last, Last of, of Us. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Got it. Loud and clear. I love Chicken Run, man. I watched that movie so many times. How is this going straight to start? I'm still so confused. I'm (laughs) still so confused. This this is a stop motion animation movie. Straight to Netflix. 
Oh, at least it's Netflix. Because, like, Netflix can, has a bigger budget than, like, Paramount+. Plus. That's what I'm more worried about. Is like, I don't want to see some, like, computer-generated CGI stop-motion bullshit movie that's just made yeah. to look oh, like the could first look movie. Bad. Like, I want to see an actual Because the first one, like, the movie. way it looked is so good, too. It, it looks amazing. It, it's the same people who did Wallace and Gromit, right? Yeah. Oh, man. They're saying, they're saying great. November of 2023. It yeah. will be it will be on Netflix. See, I mean, but I I could also see Netflix. Be being a, that's able a good to Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. <laughs> see, that's good marketing. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I love that. If that movie had a theatrical release, though, I would absolutely yeah, I would see it in theaters. That's, that, that's what I'm confused about. The first one did. Probably that's not. why I'm like, what the fuck? But I, I don't know. I don't know anyone's. That's what I'm saying. Is that once again going back to what we said originally, Mario. One billion dollars. Do I have to say less about people actually going to the theater? People will go to the theater. Like, yeah, Chicken Run I think is a yeah. valid excuse to go see a movie. Like, I don't know. And the problem is, is like, our the theaters near us just like play the dumbest shit, and they only play the big blockbuster Bro, movies I'm, and all the Jesus movies and all yeah. the Jesus movies. Big big blockbuster. Like, who movies? is going to those? Like, are there really that many people around here going to those fucking People movies? wearing baggy pants and Birkenstocks every time I see... I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You yeah. are ruining this goddamn theater. Like, you're taking a theater that could be playing such a good movie. What's sad, at least in Star Wars news, is that Return of the Jedi yeah. was was being the screened car. across you across the u.s yeah, yeah. screened reeled in five million dollars like while it was being screened yeah. not at our not at our regal which is and, crazy and they That's didn't like play it like an hour stupid. away either they didn't play it at stupid charlotte yeah, yeah. no idea it's just nowhere which is fine I whatever fucking hate virginia so goddamn much yeah they also didn't play suzume in imax an hour away like promise they didn't play bo is afraid in imax yeah fuck this stupid state and its inability to I think I'm movies, I think right? we're kind of lucky we didn't see Bo is Afraid in IMAX but yeah but <laughs> I, I, I would have seen it I would have seen I it in IMAX still would have gone but what are we feeling for what are you feeling for Good Burger for Good Burger um I'm gonna rate this movie way too high what I'm giving you? it a 5 I love this movie holy shit I, I love I thought it was so funny I like I Damn. finished it and I'm like I love this two movie this movie too much not to Give it a five. That's dope. Damn, I, I was walking away with a four. I still, I like love it. I love it. it yeah. I, I don't even know like what stops me from giving it a five. I just like in good conscience can't be like, yeah, good burger five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. probably be like 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you like sure. good That's burger good. the least? Yeah. There's no blood in it. Well, he also yeah. didn't watch it as a kid. That that yeah, track. There is that. Yeah, that a lot a of my score is probably nostalgia, but I love this movie as a kid. And it's a great I movie. I think I love that it still works. Because yeah. there's a lot of movies you love as a kid, and then you watch them they as suck. an adult, and it's like, it hurts your soul. Yeah. This and the fact does, that this movie is still so funny, and I was laughing the entire time, I'm like, okay, oh yeah, it has to be a five. Bro. The fact that it stuck with me this it's long. It's timeless while still encapsulating the 90s. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. It's yeah. so good, and that's, it made me so hungry. That's that hard to do, time. too, man. Like, all those things, and it's still, once again, as Joey just said perfectly, still hits the spot. Like, you, you know what's so funny? Those big burgers they made made me like not hungry like it yeah they look way my up. appetite yeah they, they look like messed ew up. i do not want to know what's even in the those. dog wouldn't eat it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, was so like, funny i was like that's probably the same as our mcdonald's burger yes that's like <laughs> there's a correlation fun. i loved yeah. watching that scene because i was like yeah let's throw the the uh 
piece of styrofoam painted to be like like a piece of meat down and see see if the dog eats it. And then we're going to throw down a real cooked hamburger and see yeah. if the dog eats it. Yeah, Obviously. well, the dog's eating the burger. Yeah. See, I knew something was wrong. Like, I'm, looking, I'm looking at that giant burger like that. It looks so fucked up. <laughs> like, who would order that? Like, if, if I ordered a burger and someone handed me that, I'd be like, no. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm good. This, yeah. this is like, is this like one of those challenges Especially where if I eat it in an hour? Yeah, exactly. So did I pay for this before you gave me this? Yeah. Because I need a refund. It's, it's, yeah. The correlation, though. Kurt, but, yeah, I'm actually re- really curious because I didn't see anything. Kurt and Ray Crocker are the exact same guy. Like, I they are literally yeah. just, like, tycoons of industry that are, like, they even have, like, a system of, like, here's the fast, here's the system to making making the perfect burger. It works in perfect synchrony, and its undoing is the is this this illegal thing. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I, in, in my mind, I can't, like, pinpoint. I mean, there's nothing but illegal things that the Ray Croc does to stay on top. And so I think that, like, this hard work determination... Kurt, I don't think, sees himself as a bad guy either. I think that he sees himself as, like, I'm a businessman. This is what I need to be doing. This is what I'm going to do. And I will be a titan. And people will love and respect me. And I'm going to drive out this little guy here, the McDonald's brothers. And I'm even going to steal their their thing. I'm going to steal their sauce so that I can be a better business tycoon. But Ed won with the Dow. Said seriously, absolutely dude. not. Seriously. <laughs> and even like they were working the the criminal justice system by yeah. throwing them in the the loony bin almost. Yeah. And, the, and uh, they both. I mean, it, the good burger ends on a good note. Uh, uh, fortunately. Yeah. And the does. founder does not. Would have no. loved to see a founder ending like that where they blow up a McDonald's and he goes to jail yeah. for, like, embezzling and being just a scumbag all yeah, around. Right? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, Fun. I mean, uh, I, I think that that is a great correlation. I didn't even see that. That's, I mean, that makes total sense. They they are complete uh, copies of each other. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, one is definitely, like, a goofy, like, teen, teen comedy. Like, yeah, it's a goofy teen 90s comedy. So it's, yeah. It, but... That's what it kind of is. It's, it's that exact character just put in that lens. Yeah, exactly. Literally, it's, that's really yeah. it. So, dude, that's that's sick. You don't see anything else other than cheeseburger movie? For I mean, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well then. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening this evening. As we said earlier, on the docket next week, we have Inherent Vice and the Big Lebowski. Hey, yo. So uh, excited. Where dude. can people find us on Letterboxd? On Letterboxd, we're under the shot, the letter N, Chaser Pod. Awesome. You can also find us on Instagram at the shot and the Chaser Pod. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, we are the shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Uh, we are more active on the Instagram, but again, you can always find Matt digging his way through nonsense and reposting and saying things like, have you seen this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yep, that's me on Twitter. <laughs> Active Twitter user. But until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Thank you guys so much, and have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Thank well, you. Welcome to Good Burger. Home, Home of the Good, good Burger. Burger. Can, Can I, I take, take your order? order?
I knew how to quit you.